What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. What's up, guys? Welcome to this episode of Behind the Bum. I recently got asked to do an episode about my experience with straight men and like how to get over straight men. And I don't know, I have a lot of theories and things to say about straight men, I guess you could say. So I was like, who better to invite on to talk shit about straight men than my friend Anthony? (laughs) (laughs) So, Anthony, where do I start? Where should we start? Straight men. Why don't don't I just start with, have you ever hooked up with a straight man? Yeah, once. once, I guess... I guess back then he was straight. I mean, he's still straight. He's married. But, um, <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I guess at one point we were straight, too, you know? Yeah. I feel like back then, like, in high school, we were all closeted. So anything was just kind of, like, fair game. You didn't know anyone's secrets. You never talked about it, you know? So it just kind of happened if it happened. And for me, okay. that's kind of how it went down. It just, like, happened. I, I agree, and I feel like back then when you were doing whatever you were doing, it wasn't like, oh, I'm doing this, this makes me gay. I just did it because I was, like, horny, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, you know? Oh, I did. I knew I was gay. I was like, I'm gay. I, I, want. I was like, you want to kiss me? You could give me a fucking kiss. <laughs> I was like, give me a fucking kiss then. Pants down my pants, go for it. Okay, but let me let me just start with this. Your first time was with an actual, like, straight man. Okay, well, so okay, is first mine. Time, this is like first kiss. It's not first sex. Okay, well, who wants to share the story first? I mean... Should I share mine? I think you have a way better story than me. Because mine is not some some tale that could rival Brokeback Mountain. Like, I don't have that. Mine is just some basement fun that led to a few things. I didn't have any heartbreak in mine, unlike you. Um, okay, well, I will, like, try to explain this as, like, briefly as possible without, like, getting into it, but obviously, I think a lot of gay men's first times are with straight men. I think when you are not out yet, and you are experimenting, your inner circle is not gay men, so how are you going to dabble? It's going to be with a straight guy who might be curious, or a closet case, or... I guess straight. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I it was the night of my 21st birthday and I like was infatuated by this guy and I was like, oh my God, he's so cute. Like whatever else. And then I tried to get to 21 shots on my 21st birthday. Obviously didn't make it and I died. And <laughs> I woke up naked in bed with this cute little boy, freshman. And I was a senior and I was like, okay, this is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> And we just like laid there and we're like talking about life and it was so great. And I mean, I will say this was a good point for like my coming out because I think in that moment it made me feel okay with being gay. Like it, I feel like I never felt those feelings that I was like, okay, like this is why people like date someone. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I get it. So I was like grateful to have had those feelings with him, but what I wanted and what I was ready for, he was, you know, he wanted vagina still, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. 
Um, Because I don't think you would want that. (laughs) No, no, not at all. (laughs) No. I mean, with my first time, I felt differently. I think it taught me how to leave my emotions at the door in a weird way. You know, like I, that my first experience with a straight guy taught me like, like they're not ready to like go any further. Like what you better take what you can when you can. And that's like it, because, you know, it was kind of like, I guess it prepared me for like the culture we live in now, just to kind of like leave your emotions out the door, kind of do something and like leave because, you know, straight men aren't going to stick around usually, you know, <laughs> like they're going to go at one point. So I think that's kind of super. Like, you know, I was always really realistic about it, I guess. I was like, you know, like this is like not to have any hope. Like, I don't know. I always thought it would be like really bizarre if that happened i thought that was only for like tv shows like glee and that's a fucking stupid show you know <laughs> like <laughs> okay i agree with you but think about it like this when you're younger and you're just coming out you're like oh maybe he needs more time you know what i mean so like you come up with these like justifications in your brain being like oh it took me till xyz to come out it might take him till he gets to this point to come out and then at that point you dug yourself a huge grave because you're like what the fuck am i doing uh-huh I mean, it's funny because this is happening in my personal life right now with like straight guys thinking people are gay and like, you know, it's all these conspiracies. And I think like the whole he said, she said about it is something I, that's like where my mind would go if I ever fantasized about like someone being bisexual. I'm like, what if like they were and it was like a whole thing and like I got involved and it was like a whole fucking thing that I just did not want to be a part of. So I never let like let my mind go there i mean there are times when i think it but i don't dwell on it especially you know because it's usually when people put it in my head like oh do you think like so and so is gay like have you ever thought that and i never usually ever did i was always like oh like maybe like now that you pointed out like i'm gonna start like looking to see like noticing the signs yeah the signs like i talk with my hands that gives it away like is he talking with his, his hands like me like you know, I don't know, is he rolling his eyes? I'm glad they like, you know, I just know how to recognize it. And, you know, sometimes people confuse me because I'm like, well, what if he is now? Like, and I don't know. And I'm always like, like, I, what if they, like I'm driving with them and they start fucking crying in the car and they're like, I don't know how to come out. I'd be like, whoa, this is like too much. I don't know how to help you. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I did this when I was at 16. I'm way too old to help you now. Um, but yeah, like that's kind of how I think of it. I get like anxious about it. If I mean, yeah, that, obviously, I, to an extent, it gives PTSD. I mean, I think yeah, in a way, like, out, it triggers scary. me to, like, that time in my life when I was like, all right, let's just kind of keep it on the DL. I guess, like, that's where my, like, you know, that's where it comes from, my anxiety. I know this is going in a whole different direction than you probably envisioned. <laughs> For the record, I mean, listen, I'm, we like, all had I'm pretty it, stoned, had and we're talking about this, and I'm just kind of rolling off whatever goes to the top of my head. <laughs> maybe we're unpacking something here. I'm like, wait, maybe this is why I can't trust people. Maybe this is an Anthony therapy session today. <laughs> Maybe. It's always an Anthony therapy session. <laughs> Talk to me. Anyway. But yeah, okay. I don't know. That's just how I think about it. Like, I think about, I do, I have a sort of, I, I guess, like, compassion for it. Like, I mean, like, if they really are taking the step to, like, want to get with you, like, I mean, that's all, that says a lot for them. Like, you know, that's pretty brave. And I think it's kind of flattering and it's cool, but, like, you have to respect where to leave it. And I've always... Yeah kind of that's like kind of where my head was like just leave it where it went like if something happens something happens something doesn't it it doesn't like you know you gotta leave that at the door because just never know sorry yeah I feel like having like the one and done like there's there's a difference between being like 
if you want to call it straight curious, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you've always been with women. You're just chilling with one of your boys one night and like you, you get to test the waters or whatever. Sure. But then when he like hits you up or makes the second move for like a second hookup, it's like, okay, like I, you can't be someone's experiment. Yeah. Unless, I mean, it's, it depends to me, like, if you could leave, again, like, are you going to get, like, involved? Like, I, if someone says, like, hey, listen, like, I think you're cool, I'm comfortable with you, and I kind of want to keep taking this somewhere, but, like, I only feel comfortable. And if you, if I could, I could probably be like, yeah, well, okay, why not? Like, if it's good, if it's not, then I guess, like, we could keep doing what we're doing, as long as, like, I don't get involved emotionally. If they do, yeah. that's their problem, not, not mine. You know I, I guess mean? that's what it comes down to. I think when you go into a hookup, with a straight guy or even a gay guy I think you need to go into it knowing it's a hookup and if you go into it with emotion you just leave yourself with a world of problems mm-hmm. that like nobody deserves or wants mm-hmm. to deal with yeah I agree I totally agree because when I mean I mean but when you're gay like you know you're going on a date I mean if I was talking to someone that told me they were straight and they want to hook up I would probably I would keep that very like transactional. Like, what are we doing? When we do it, like, you know, and I guess, yeah, you can do it if you're gay too, but I'm saying like, if I were to ever in this part time in my life, come across a straight guy who's like, I want to experiment with you. I would say, okay, this is the things that we're going to do. We could do it like this. Like, you know, I don't want you like, you know, you don't have to take me out to dinner. Like we don't got to experiment like that. Like you could just want to like keep it behind closed doors. I'm cool with that. Like do me a favor. Would you? I don't let like people know who I get with anyway, so it's fine. Let me ask you this question: Would you hook up with a guy who was married, and he was like, "I want to like see if I might be into this"? Absolutely not. That is so freaking messy. I thought that huh? people because people on Grinder say that like it's a hot thing. Yeah. I know it could be a fantasy for some, but that's so messy. That's yeah. Like, well, you want to know it's crazy? It's like, oh, I'm married with kids. Okay, that is the most unattractive thing you could say to someone right now <laughs> like thank you didn't need to know that one <laughs> fuck yourself i'm trying to like not do think about that <laughs> like who wants to go with that like that's so weird you want to know what i thought was interesting though is i saw um a couple i went to alex's apartment the other day and there was a couple on grinder male and female and it said hey are you into this and i was like that is the first time I've ever seen like a straight couple looking for a third. Yeah, I've done I've done that. I dabble in that. That's fine. That's cool. Like when they're both cool and it's cool and it's their thing. Cool. I'm totally down for a pretty girl and a pretty boy. But that's it. Like um, you know, like if they're cool with it together, the guy's like married, paying a mortgage, and his kids. Like that's weird. <laughs> like no. <laughs> Look, I don't like. Um, we need to unbox that's that sad. earlier. That's very you... sad. I don't think I could go into that, like being like, "Yeah, this is hard." Be like, "Wow, this is really sad." You never <laughs> told me a story about you hooking up with a couple, so we need to unbox that after this. But I can't make that this right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh my god, you never heard this story? I'll tell you. Um, no, but I'm so curious now. <laughs> um, okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna invite on three guys who have current issues with straight men. Oh or God, who so have fun. hooked up with straight men. They are mm-hmm. going to share their stories anonymously. And then I believe they're going to ask Anthony and I for advice. So to these boys, <laughs> God help you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry in advance. 
Um, I don't know if this is going to be funny. I don't know if this is going to get like real serious real quick. Um, so let's meet. I'm going to call him guest one. How I'll think can see your name. Is that supposed to happen? Well, like, um, don't say his name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't say it. I'm sorry. Yeah, just don't say it. That, that, if we'll call you S. It, we'll okay. call you S. Refer that's to yourself fine. as S. Okay. Well, sure. I guess it, it so it, it actually involves someone who's still my friend today. Um, I kind of messaged you that on Instagram and it all started back in college. So mm. we went to college together and uh, I'm going to call this friend Daniel for anonymity's sake. And um, yeah, we met in college and I like started getting this crush on him. Um, I would hang out with him like all the time. Um, you know, never really like came on to him, but I think he, like, I think if he was more aware, he probably would have picked up on it. Just like, I don't know, my generosity will say. And um, it started really getting to me. And so one, one night I said to one of our mutual friends, I got drunk and I was like, oh my God, you guys, I'm, I'm in love with our friend. And my friends, our mutual friend's immediate reaction was, but like, I'm hotter than, this is another straight guy. He's like, but I'm way hotter than him. <laughs> just, and I was like, I was like, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm just like, I just like, like I'm like in love with him. And so, you know, things kind of just stayed that way. And then um, um, there's actually this one funny moment where like, I was over at my friend's place, but he had left for some reason. I was there with a girlfriend. And I think my friend was like, oh, like go get something out of my bedroom before I got back. And I like went into his bedroom and there were just some like dirty boxers on the floor. <laughs> and my friend looks at me and she goes, oh my God, don't you dare pick those up. And I was like, no, 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 I won't. But it was tempting. <laughs> I was like, you definitely sniffed them. Yeah, you? I was like, oh, is this where it's going? I mean, I, I maybe like, picked, okay, I maybe picked them up. I don't think that, I was like, using it for a pillowcase. <laughs> <laughs> there was one time I was at his place and I demanded to sleep in bed with him because I didn't want to sleep on the floor. And that was like the closest I had gotten. But so, well, we had changed in bathing suits with each other too, which was way more arousing for me than I ever would have anticipated. But um, yeah, so one of my friends, totally different group, social group, uh, she graduated from college, comes back to where we were living. And I said, why don't you hang out with this group of friends and I, I know, I know you don't have any friends, uh, you're back uh, in Dallas, but come hang out with us. She's like, okay. And I go, there's just one promise. You are never allowed to hook up with Daniel, whatever my nickname was for him. She's like, okay, yeah, 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 that's fine. So we're like hanging out one night and they're getting really flirty. And I'm like, oh fuck, this is not gonna happen. And then all of a sudden they go back into his room together. And like all of our mutual friends are in there. We're just hanging out and I start losing my shit. And they're like, what's going on? I'm like nothing, nothing. And then, you know the sound when like someone's fucking and you can hear their balls smacking like the other person? The clap, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> I 
like <laughs> lost it. That sound, have you heard it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I lost it, freak out. And I'm like, I'm leaving. And my friends are like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, I'm leaving. And I'm just like shit faced drunk. Like, I don't even think I can find my keys. And I like grab them and I start going. And my friend, the one who I originally confided in that I, I love their mutual friend, literally like grabs me and throws me over his shoulder. And I'm six one. Like it's not, I don't really get thrown around often. And he puts me on his bed and he was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, I love him. And he's like, dude, he's not gay. Like he's never gonna like, like, like want you. And I was like, I don't care. So he drove me to someone else's house and it like ended up being like the breaking point. This is probably like a year and a half, two years later after I met him. Um, and it just kind of like switched. And my, my, my friend, the, the one who later became his wife, knew I was really pissed about it. But then I felt like so, like at that point, it just, everything clicked. And I was like, oh my God, like I can't really be mad at her. Like they're obviously both straight. Like, I, you know, I can't, like, prevent them from, you know, being in some relationship with each other or whatever. And then, like, five years later, they asked me to marry them at their wedding. And, like, I don't think any of, I don't think he knows to this day. I think only, like, a very few of our mutual friends know. But I was, like, I was just so in love with him to the point of, like, I wouldn't even have interest in other men. Like I would still hook up and stuff, but like, I never, I felt like I wasn't even emotionally available to try to date other people. Cause I just like was too attached to him. Oh my God. Wow. Oh yeah. It sounds like a very cute Ryan Murphy movie. <laughs> <laughs> you married them? Are you like a masochist? Yes. <laughs> so the guy you were in love with yeah. Hooked up with your female friend after you yeah. asked her not to. They end yeah. up falling in love, and then you officiated the wedding five years later. Yes, yes, that's crazy. Wow. Um. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm not gonna call you psycho because I get it. <laughs> You're not a psycho. I hear <laughs> you. I can honestly say that I've never heard of somebody being that infatuated and in love with someone without ever hooking up with them. I find that yeah, that's that, really interesting. My point, yeah. Um, but I guess I don't know if what I would have done in your situation because, I mean, how did you move past this? So the night after they fucked, I like, it was just like the light turned on and I was just like, I think it, it like it had all caught up in like a level of like awareness that I never had. And um, it just was like this 180. It was like the best thing. It was tough at first, but it was like the best thing. But I grew up in Texas and I know other Texas gays that like have similar experiences like this. And I think like, part of it is I think that in Texas you're so socialized on a level of like masculinity. Like not that gay people perceive that, but like you go to, you're in high school and like, you know, the the quarterback to the football team is like the high school star. And like, just like exuding this level of masculinity is just such a like Southern thing. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's almost like this regional thing that people elsewhere in the US I've talked to like, don't get, but I talked to like other Texas gays and they're like, oh my God, I like, 
I get it. <laughs> well, I feel like, let's be honest, everybody gets very turned on by like the masculine aspect, right? Like, I mean, obviously yeah. I saw like a college football jockey guy just like give me a wink as he was running to the locker room. I would follow, you know? For like, sure. Just whether he was hot or not, the experience, the presence, just that aura yeah. gives you a little boner, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I will say, though, I think a lot of people have had straight experiences, like hooking up with straight guys. But I was so interested to hear your story because I would never heard of somebody who, like, was so in love with a straight guy without actually hooking up with them. Well, and the the irony is that the kind of like DL or bi guys that I've hooked up with, the ones who are like real straight acting too, are like not even that good of hookups. Like they're not like. Oh, of course they're not. They're trash. <laughs> they are, but I don't know. I just emotionally stuck it out with this one, and like you know, at we uh, yeah, we're still friends to this day. I don't think he knows, but like it was. You don't think his wife got drunk once? Was like, babe. S totally has a crush on you. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> so I've wondered that. I've wondered that. But I feel like she's also someone that would, like, even keep that to herself. I don't know. She is. I could see her doing that. Also, like, the two of them party so much that I could see if she just kind of forgot about it. <laughs> well, S, I got to say, are you single, dating, or what are you doing now? No, I'm married now. I, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you really I, came a long way and you came out of the end of your straight love affair on top. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stopped pursuing straight men emotionally ever since. Is your gay husband way better than anything you ever thought? Oh, God, yes. yes. Woo! That's what we want to hear. That's what we like give, to hear. Give your kids hope. Give Gen Z hope. Because millennials, we can't give them anything. Oh, absolutely not. All right, S. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you. Yeah, um, thank you for having yes, me. Thank you, S. I'm glad to see it worked out well in the end. It did. Oh, it did. They you actually were a, pos- the- you are a positive a story. Yeah, never a failure, always a lesson. <laughs> no, it's uh, we actually um, kind of co honeymoon together, which is the funny part too. Mm-hmm. We're just constantly unboxing here. <laughs> this could have been an episode in and of itself. I can't take this one. <laughs> okay, well, yes, it was a pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I will talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye. Well, that was fun. <laughs> that was very interesting. Very interesting. I, I don't know if I would, I mean, I guess if your feelings move on, like, fuck it, right? Um, yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know, like, maybe he just fulfilled, like, some sort of friendship role. I mean, like, I there's, like, girlfriends of mine that I love, like, maybe, and I, like, I don't know, I kind of wish they were a gay man sometimes, gotta be like, you'd be perfect for me if you were, but you're a girl. I don't know, maybe he's just... So happened to find one in a straight guy's body. I don't know. I'm just yeah. Trying to All right. Play. So our next guest is Damon. Hello, beautiful. Hi. Um, I'm very excited to hear your story. Well, you should be. All right. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. I want to hear it. Okay. Um. Hi, Anthony. Hi. Wait. How are you, Damon? I like your little little bun. It's cute. <laughs> Thank you. Um. So this takes us back to 2010. 
Good year for music. 11 years ago, um, Gaga was still relevant, even though they let her perform at the inauguration. Yeah. (laughs) And um, no, cutting right to it, I, uh, I went to a liberal arts university in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania. Um, it oh, was, Berlin. Oh, wait, no. Just, no. Just the, <laughs> did you know Lena Dunham? I'm kidding. No, no. <laughs> um, it, it was an awesome experience. Um, seriously, some of the greatest four years of my life and people that I'll be friends with forever. Um, but it uh, pretty much had no social life unless you were Greek. So you had to go Greek. Um, I went Greek. I don't regret going Greek. Um, and uh, that's kind of where this kicks in. I started my sophomore year. It also happened to be the first year that I was out on campus. Um, so I came out in 2009. And then uh, right at the end of that tail end of that summer, um, told my parents and then shot right back off to school, um, purposely made them last. Um, and I was out during rush and it it was absolutely fine. I mean, you know, like despite being at a pretty conservative school, everyone was really progressive in terms of their social or, or, or yeah, social thoughts. Um, so I pledged uh, a certain fraternity and, um, honestly, there were no feelings uh, when I first met this individual, um, for me at least. I obviously, as a gay male, like knew who I thought was attractive or not, um, like knew who I would allow myself to do something with or who I would have to like burn any kind of evidence if, I, if it ever got out that I touched. Um, and there are definitely a few of those. Um, not in my fraternity. Um, shout out to Sigma Phi Epsilon. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but honestly, I was really just looking for camaraderie and for, and for friendship. Um, my freshman year had been kind of embroiled in just a whole lot of what will seem boring to our listeners. So like student senate and getting good grades and things like that. So now that I was out and I was social and there was this whole group of people that had to be my friend um, and more or less didn't seem to really give a shit that I was gay. Um, and it wasn't like an issue that I presented. I didn't like walk in and say, hi, my name's Damon, I'm queer. It was just who I was. Um, it seemed great. So a small group within my pledge class kind of took me under their wing. And um, it became really apparent quickly that one of the individuals was clearly closer to me than the other people in that group that whole first year. We were complete best of friends, never went anywhere without each other. Like if one of us showed up to a mixer or um, uh, like a party without the other, we were asked where the other was and expected to know like when he was coming. Um, not literally. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and, um, so that year ended and it was great. And I went off, um, and, you know, did a little thing, uh, a little, little internship for a little investment bank, um, where things start to get juicy and where things seemed off to me is that whole summer. Um, if I were to go back and look at like my Verizon phone bill, um, from that summer, I got phone calls every single night 
um, on his way home from work, which was like a pretty long drive. Um, I picked up a number of those times. If I didn't and I was asleep, he left a voicemail. Um, there was not a day that went by without some form of communication in some medium, whether it was text or over Facebook, et cetera. Um, and I guess I'm not really doing justice to like how intimate it was the level uh, when I say intimate, I mean, the kinds of conversations that we had, um, they were not well, up until this point, you've never hooked up. No. And I never, I never thought about it. Like I have to, I can honestly say though, I found him attractive. It wasn't a thought in my head. I just you never jerked off to him. No, honestly, no, I didn't need to. Ew, Girl, Jeff. That's like always my go-to. Girl, there Ew. were 12, there were 12 other fraternities on campus and plenty of boys who at 2 a.m. randomly were like, hey, what's up? Okay. If you insist, so continuing, he called you all the time over the summer. And I thought nothing of it. This was my best friend. This was like my partner in crime. So he was I, your boy, man. Exactly. Feel that. Um, I got some. Yeah, I feel it. And suck dicks, bros. But (laughs) like, don't you guys suck each other off at any point in this story? No, we don't. Um, But it does get a lot juicier, and I'll speed it up. So that that seemed a bit strange to me. Um, The continued phone calls, the never going a day without talking to each other, the so whatever. Okay. So we go, we go back in the fall and all of a sudden I started to notice that he started treating me differently and not in a romantic or intimate way in a like wanted nothing to do with me kind of way, took digs at me out of nowhere kind of way, like went out of his way to ensure that I was brought down a peg whenever I was in front of him or other people, um, drew lots of, uh, comparisons to me and I guess what he felt was negative. So femininity, whenever I was in front of other brothers. Um, And then I would hear things from other people as well, from, you know, girlfriends that were mutual friends of ours from sororities, um, other brothers who were just like, hey, what's going on with you and this person? And I was like, nothing to my understanding why. And they're like, because he's been talking a lot of shit about you. And these are the things he's said, and this is what we think you should know. Um, I I mean, I reached out a number of times at the beginning to try and have clarifying conversations, especially when we were both drunk. Um, And a number of times we would sit and have these conversations where he'd be like, everything's fine. I don't know what you're talking about. And I'd be like, well, if everything's fine, then why, why aren't we talking to each other? Why aren't we hanging out? Why are you, why am I hearing that you've said X, Y, and Z about me? Why do you literally avoid me at every chance you get? And it started to click in my head. Or at least I thought uh, in short term, he must be in love with me. Like he he must actually have feelings for me. Fast forward um, to the end of the semester and uh, it was formals night. And uh, obviously everybody was hammered. Um, I got a text and it was like, if, 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 this, if we're gonna do this, then this conversation has to happen now. So I turned around and walked back to his house and we literally just, I mean, I, Jeff again is, is hoping that like at this point we just have hot, hot sex. It did not happen. 
uh, it was just another long, unfortunately, like very emotional conversation that resulted in both of us crying and him not being able to explain himself. And I'm just like, look, like I apologize if things I said, things I assumed, things I said in confidence to people um, that I thought were close friends of mine came back to you and hurt you or you felt yeah. that I maligned you in some way. But understand that that was never my intent. And I don't know what the fuck you're thinking, because every time we sit down and have these conversations, nothing comes of it. So we basically call a truce and the rest of senior year is completely um, innocuous. Um, fast forward mm, like three years and I'm in law school and we'd seen each other a few times in different cities and just been polite and civil, um, but had never really owned what had occurred. So putting time and space between us um, and a lot of growing up on my end, I think I bring it back to what I said before. I, it's not for me to judge anyone or to presume anyone's identity in, in any of the facets that I mentioned in any part of the spectrum. So what I think I've come in, in long term to accept is that he's somebody who has strong emotional relationships with men. And that's all that it was. That's what he says that it was. Um, so for me, um, it broke my heart because I never had feelings for him until I thought he had feelings for me. And then I fell in love with him. So is he, is he like with a girl, I'm assuming? Nope. Um, he has not been in a relationship as far as I know, since we graduated college. Interesting. I mean, sounds like you're doing great. I mean, sounds like you got your law degree. You got like a cute little man yeah. bun. Sounds like you're doing good. Girl, she's, doing she's a New York state bar admitted attorney. She lives, she lives on the water in Harbor Point. It's a good life. Yeah, you seem like you're doing fine. I think a lot of us forget how small our worlds are still when we're still just in undergrad. Yeah. You know, well, and like, you know. And even even after, right? You know, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially well, those day. situations consume your life, you know? Yeah. I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, when something like that happens and that's the only thing you're getting, obviously, you're going to probably take it and run with it. Can't right. ever blame yourself, especially. Because I think as gay guys, we, we blame ourselves because we're the ones with the emotions, I feel. But you got to forgive yourself. That's the only thing you've had. Yeah. yeah? What are you going to yeah, do? I'm glad you came out on the better end of this. Yeah. You've got a great view. I've been staring out your window. Okay. And um, Damon, that's that's it. That's all I have for today. Well, thank you both for having me. Um, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate the work you both do. All right. <laughs> I will see you later. I'll message you after this, though. Bye. Bye. That was that was a story. Another yeah. straight guy who did not hook up though. I don't know. I feel like he was cute though. I feel like he he's someone that tried to navigate things as like carefully as possible. And I think that's where his downfall was. Like for me, I just go with the flow. Like I'm like, yeah. if you give you, you I'm like very passive. Like you hop on my train. I'm not gonna hop on yours. Like, you know, if you want to make passes at me until something happens you can but if you're not and we're just gonna be friends that's cool you, you know you want to call me crying and tell me about your life sure but i'm not gonna take that as like i you want to we're getting with married me. yeah huh you know i feel you 
right, we yeah. got one more though. Let's see what he says. I'm yes, I'm excited. This is fun. Yeah. Okay, Anthony. So our final guest, um, let's call him Mister. <laughs> so he said he wanted to be called Mister. <laughs> I mean, he's I'm like, you can call me Mister if you're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> So welcome, Mister. Tell us, tell us your um hot story. All right. Well, this, I mean, this hot story started in like 2013. I was 20 years old. Started working at this um pub, Irish pub, mm-hmm. and well, I was a host. And then I, you know, met this other host, and this is the guy. Um, he was 19. We had like flirted around and. You know, just play a little grab ass. We take our like lunch breaks together, and then you know, things escalated. And well, one day he wanted to drive my car, and I'm like, I don't know, fuck, I don't know why. I mean, it's a piece of fucking shit. But so yeah, I let him drive the car on our break, and well, it ended up he wanted me to give him road hit. After that, you know, I mean, I, hell, he like, I mean, I know he liked it because probably came within like you know two minutes so oh, we got back to my house to have some cocktail beer you know i did it again so you know i'm already full i didn't need a lunch break um <laughs> and uh <laughs> and i only gave him head for a while like i mean he he wouldn't you know play with my dick or anything and finally it was like shit mm, I, i'd say like maybe six months to a year, he finally, you know, he gave me head. And, you know, I, I had to teach him a little, I had to give him a little, you know, technique because it wasn't the best, how but. Long, how long was this? This started in like 2000, mid 2012. No, wait, so how long before he gave you head? Shit, like six months, maybe a year. Six months? At one yeah. point you were like, all right, dude, my throat hurts. Get the fuck out here. It's your turn. <laughs> At one point, you were like, "All right, mouth's a little dry. I need to like catch my breath." Your turn. Oh, no, I, no, no, I kept going. And it man. was just a blowjob. You were just like, "I spread them, spread your legs. Let's go." Like no making out, nothing like that. Oh no, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, we did that, but like it wasn't. It wasn't. There wasn't no passion there. It was just like a little, little kiss every now and then, you know, like like, it's like horniness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also they, like nineteen. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was like 18 turning 19. He's also like, you know, like 12. I don't care. Yeah, but after that, maybe another year or so, he wanted to take it to, you know, like the next level. like, And then that proceeded to happen. And, well, let's just say I started catching feelings a little little hard, you know. Then I found I kind of years in the making. Oh, yeah. I mean, shit, I'm probably talking about this has been like three or four years by now. Yeah, so three years of hookups now, with like, oh. Are you dating other people? Like, are you hooking up with other people too? Yeah, yeah okay, at the so time hook- I did. Okay. Cool. Okay. So now he bottoms for the first yeah. time. Yeah, he finally bottoms. And I mean, and he liked it. And it, he liked it. Oh, no, he did. It got to the point where like, you know, he'd ask me like, you want to fuck me first? And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. And uh, I mean, it, it, it was super fucking hot, man. Like, and you know, he just, 
sorry i'm just i don't know i'm kind of reminiscing but um <laughs> are you sweating from your own story you're like damn that was hot <laughs> no i'm just trying not to cry just oh. kidding oh, really? i'm sorry i'm so <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, oh my god, I'm so sorry. So where was I? Totally oh yeah. So you know, I went crazy with all the feeling things, and like you know, confronted them about it. I'm like, look, like what, like what is this? Like, I feel tortured. You know, like can't tell anybody. Can't go out in public and oh yeah i get that have fun i mean i'm not the one to sit there you know like walk in and you know hold their fucking hand to the table or the bar more, more than likely the bar but um yeah i don't care for the pda but um yeah so we didn't talk for like four to six months and then we rekindled and he had a girlfriend at this time and you know it's still fuck and i went over there and hung out with his girlfriend him and his mother i mean her mother like, you know, she, her mother liked me. She was bi, but um, it was just weird. It was weird. We had a- Yeah, it was fucking good. weird. <laughs> it was uh, so weird. good at keeping things not so so long. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh and... my God, screaming internally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I'll yeah, definitely be jacking off after this. this. <laughs> but oh um, then 2018, he went to the Marines. And I was being a little bitch and didn't want to, uh, you know, see him before he left because I, I didn't, I believed it, but I didn't believe it. And then he actually left and I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't see him before he left and all this. And I guess now, like, I guess we'll go to this year. Like, my parents, like, I had a hard time with my, like, dad and them, like, you know, accepting it. Now, like, we're closest ever. And, well, I went out on a limb and I invited him down there for New Year's. And, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, I, I would, da, da, da. And he was like, well, why don't we just get a hotel room tonight? And this is at like 1130. And, you know, we can have fun and then I'll go down the next day. But what? it's like, you can go serve, you know, your fucking country, but you can't tell your goddamn parents that you love a dude. That's hard. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, and now I'm like, you know, hell, I don't know what but <laughs> Mister, not to not to jump the gun here, but are you seeing anybody else right now? Oh no, he was the only person I had sex with in 2020. Every time he came home, so that was like four times. So you're so, like so in love with him? I wouldn't say so in love, but I mean, nine years. I mean. Why, I mean, why would I try to find someone else and have to go through everything? I don't know. I feel like, oh God, I feel bad. Like, this is like such a weird trap to be in. This I is know, sorry. I hope I didn't. It, it makes sense. Like, it's not like I'm not like judging you because it makes sense. Like, I mean, if it's like working in a way that, I don't know, it's kind of this is this is what I think is tough about this story in particular is I think you have like physical chemistry with this guy first. Yeah, time. for and sure. Physical chemistry drives like you crazy or into a relationship or like that's how you catch the feelings. And hard. clearly he's like trade, so <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like so well, like it's difficult though. Because <laughs> I'm the only guy he's ever hooked up with. Oh wow. I mean like and, and like and I've I've made I was like, look, you better fucking tell me. 
like and he was like no like I, I, like i swear like on everything like you're yeah, the you only should, because that could he might give you something like if you're not on the proper pig you know what i mean yeah well i mean uh, yeah get I'm on that <laughs> you, know, you know he's gonna place his pickle when he's in the marines he they go all around the world yeah i mean i'd kill him and then i'd kill that other fucker with his dead body um that's <laughs> <laughs> sorry but it would well, like, so yeah. where do you want to take I, where do you want to take this relationship like i'm confused like i, I mean, mean i you're clearly like, like you seem like a cool guy like and i would hang out with you like i feel bad because like we were talking we we're talking about this before me and jeff like you know, you kind of get wrapped up in that world and like you're saying like you're together for like nine years, you're still like stuck in like that like cycle. Like there's a whole world of boys and men out there, like like of so many different colors. Like I know like it's hard to get over, like especially like a straight guy, because it's like they get you like trapped, like you know, in this thing, like in a I love you thing, but like you're their like secret and like you know, he won't tell his parents and he's like in the Marines, like that's just so awkward. Like I just feel like you need to think about you and you need to get on a plane and move to a different city and like fall in love and like, let him come chasing after you. Like, fuck him. No, but you know, I don't know. I just think I'm like, cause I said, I'll, I'll, I, I literally said, I was like, you know what? I'll give it 10 years. I'll give it 10 years to see if, you know, he'll um, do it. And it's almost been that long. So, I mean, what would you do if you were in my shoes? Hell, give it another fucking 10 years, 10 you minutes. Can't. I don't know. You can't. I think you need to do it in a way that you give yourself, like you need to find a way to open yourself up emotionally to other people. Yeah. It sounds like he like fucking like is obsessed with you. I mean, I don't know. Like, do you got that gorilla glue down there? Like, what do you like got that? Yeah. Like, what are you packing that he's so hooked? Yeah. Like, damn. Like, well, I mean, I'm just, I got it. I mean, I'm just like, you know, a gymnast slash competitive cheerleader. So, you know, I squeeze a lot. So it's super tight back there. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay I see. <laughs> Kegels. I got you. I see you. I see you, mister. And back Kegels. I don't know. I mean, to me, I don't like, like it goes back to the question of what Jeff said. Like, it, it depends. I think everyone should be a little more selfish, especially when it comes to things like this. Like, especially with relationships. I know... I mean, I mean, in New York City, I mean, me and Jeff live in, I live in New Jersey, he lives in New York. We're all kind of like the same, we'll mingle with the same people. And I know like a lot of people we know are very selfish and I guess you have to go into it selfish. And maybe one day, find someone that isn't so fucking selfish. I feel like this guy's an asshole, basically. I just, <laughs> I mean, he's a good dick. I feel like he's just playing. He just wants <laughs> that bomb bussy and you're giving it to him, good. But whatever. I just found from like my experience though that, when you're with a straight person like that for so long, the amount of things I chose not to pursue or do or vacations to go on or like things I missed out on because I made that in my brain, like my be all end all. I'm like, fuck, like if I, I'm grateful for my experience because I feel like I needed that or whatever. But like looking back on it, I'm so grateful it ended because once it actually did end and I blocked him on social media and I was like, okay, like you are not going back a whole world opened up for me mm. and like, including the traveling bum. Like if I was still with this bitch, I'd be like wasting my money on like plane tickets, going to see him and this and that. And it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? 
Yeah. So not saying put yourself in that situation, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, sometimes you can't see out of the situation until you're like out of the situation, you know? Yeah. Every straight guy I ever hooked up with is with a girl and they're like fucking happy. And like, I'm just like, all right, cool. Like that's what you chose. And I, be- I, I, in my heart believe like they, they're enjoying what they chose and that's cool. Like, you know, like I'm not, whether I was just something in the road they want to experience, that's cool. Like, and I, 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 maybe a lot of people aren't like me, but I know how to leave that at the door and be like, all right, cool. Like that was just an experience. Cool. Like you're married. You got a life going. Like, that's your thing. Like, like I see you, you see me, like, you know, it's cool that we ended up this way. I don't know. I, oh, I will say this guy, this guy does seem like there's some actual like emotional thing there. Yeah, for sure. And physical. As, yeah, as like hooked as you may be to him, I think he's reciprocating. I think it's for one sure. thing to be said that like a guy like wants to hook up with you or might like hook up with you here or there. But for 10 years, I mean, like, come on. Yeah. I mean, it's still going on. So I don't know how to get over it. So. Well, clearly, I wish I could help you more, but neither one of us can. Yeah. Listen, mister, take my advice. I just think you should be more selfish, and I think you should, I don't know, shake it up. Start. Jeff, you know why you can't help start me? T- start testing him. Start poking his buttons. Fuck it. You're, oh, like, I poked his buttons. You know what I thought about doing? Like, start what? slapping his ass with a fucking baseball bat. See, I thought about, you know what, if he pisses me off too bad, I'll write a fucking letter and I'll put it in his goddamn parents' mailbox and be like, all right, and, you know, print some pictures. Okay, don't do that. No, no, no. Yeah, I know, that's a little crazy. The traveling bum does not promote outing people, all right? I can't, I can't promote this. You're not outing people. But I feel, I feel your insides. No letters, nothing. Just don't answer his text is what I'm saying. Like, once upon a time, though, I felt that. I felt what you're feeling, and I get it. Like, you want to do the absolute, like, I get it. You feel some sort of ownership over it, I feel. Like, because you've you've been there for so long. Like, I get it. Not condoning, but I feel your feelings. It's a very, it's intimate. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's different. But you know what? You know, Jeff, you know why you can't, um, you can't put yourself in my shoes? It's because I wear cowboy boots. I will never be caught. <laughs> never. I, I never thought that I would either, but now, you know, I'm like, uh, I guess I could. Have you ever fucked with cowboy work. boots on? No, I haven't. What the I fuck? haven't wear them I, long enough. Like, if I wore cowboy boots, best believe I would have fucked with cowboy boots by now. <laughs> but I, you know what? That's going to be on my agenda. I yeah, cannot jot that down. I don't even know where you would buy them, but I can tell you I would never wear them respectfully. It's okay. It's okay. You you look good. I you look good and whatever else. I'll I'll stick to the cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mister, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it, and I hope <laughs> thank you, you for having me. Yes, thank you so much. That was a great. That was a great. Spiced everything up. Yeah, I hope you find some sort of resolution eventually, and I hope you don't hit me up in ten yeah, years. Yeah, Mister, Mister, if you're ever in New York when this is all said and done. Take our hand. We're going to show you the wild side. And you're going to be like, wait a yeah. second. Or if you get married, let me and Anthony officiate the wedding. For sure. Y'all can be the flower girls. Oh, I will definitely <laughs> take that. But I won't wear cowboy boots. No, I wouldn't ask you to. I wouldn't have boots in a wedding. That's tacky. Okay. I'm glad we draw the line somewhere on cowboy boots. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, All right. Well, you thank you, babe. No problem. Y'all have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. Well, Anthony, that was a time.
that was a time. That was a whole time. This is nine fucking years of time. I can't fathom that. They, go, I, that they get down in the South. They <laughs> do get down in the South, and I really don't know what I would do in his situation, so I just kind of, like, feel bad at this point. I do, too, but I do feel like, in a, weir- in a weird way, like, he... They have, like, a thing. Like, I mean, nine years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you don't just I mean, keep your fuckboy around for nine years. I mean, good for him. I mean, if he's, like, cool with it and he's comfortable and... I mean, like, that's his thing. I mean, I don't know. I don't, like, I feel like... I mean, I don't... I've never felt like that about anyone. So, like, I don't want to say. Yeah. I really don't. But then, you know, I just don't... Well, I guess... I guess to wrap this podcast up, my advice I would give to anybody who is struggling in a straight situation, however you may define that, I would say if you do not feel like your needs are being met or you are getting dragged along, you probably are getting dragged along. And I would tell you what my mother told me. And she said, the only way you are going to get over this person is to one, you need to block them on everything possible. You can't see their pictures. You can't like deal with the phone calls. You need to just like pretend that person doesn't exist. And if you're friends with his friends, I will tell you they're not really your friends. Like they will always side with him. So unfollow those people too. And after you do that, go have a field day with a whole bunch of boys because you will find something better. Anyway, my advice would to be there's nothing I hate more than getting my time wasted. You don't know how long you're on this earth. I'm not trying to get all deep and metaphysical, but all I'm saying is, you know, being a gay guy who has been to hell and back, I know that when I fully got immersed in the gay community, you discover a whole new world of people, beautiful, awesome people. And I can assure you that you're going to find someone better than a douchey Marine that comes and hits it and quits it every so often. And like, there's just nothing I hate more than someone that wastes my time. Like, why would you want to say someone who's just stringing you along? I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of men. There's a lot of bomb sex. There's a lot of, you know, different things to discover every day. And like, I'd rather take that path than like wait around for some fucking Marina come fucking hit it. I don't know. He'll probably be on active duty in a month. You know what I mean? We could all see him there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck it. Just send me the link whenever it goes posted. Yeah, right. Is this him? all right well i hope this helps someone i mean clearly anthony and i are both still single um (laughs) we'll take everything clearly we're fucking horrible (laughs) oh my god okay anthony well i love you i'll see you in love you baby this was fun i'm glad we got to do this i missed you and Um, i'll see you soon i'll see you in two weeks i'll talk to you you right now when i text you love you bye love you bye